Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the Cowboy R Rudy. Cowboy Rowdy? 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 What the fuck? How do, how do you say that? Rowdy, rowdy, like, rowdy Cowboy. <laughs> rowdy Cowboy Podcast. That's it. <laughs> Finally. There fuck. you go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, Cameron B.C. Barry. Joining us as always, Monterey Bay comic and show producer, Michael Booth. How's it going? Also joining us, resident comedian, Anthony Barrera. What's up, what's up? It's your boy, Al Baffman. And famous comedian and author, Alexander H. Rosenberg, better known as The Russian. Pralna, pralna. <laughs> How you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Uh, of course, of course. Super good to my have pleasure. you. My pleasure. I told you my Russian uncle. Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good like one. the relationship that serves best is that like Alexander's like our uncle. <laughs> okay, that's you know, because he's like an older guy that knows he's got his wits about him, so he's gonna point us in the right direction. But okay, he is also having just as much fun as we are. Uncle, that's a that's well, a nice one. He's not drinking or doing drugs. I don't know about just as much. I fun. mean, <laughs> he's the uncle that can't do it anymore. You know, yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> That's that's it. The uncle that went too hard, and now he knows. This is the not truth. my family. The uncles do like, the most drugs. Then ten years like, sober. Uncles is where you go to get the good stuff. So I don't know what kind of family dynamic you come from, but uh, uh, he's not an uncle. He's no near near an uncle. Way too healthy. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He's like the reformed uncle. Uh, uncles have gout and lots. That of still guilt. likes to have fun, but he's just out there looking out for you. Okay. okay. Be been through AA, you know. Yeah. It's just like have my ten year coin and everything. Oh shit! Really? No, fuck no. Oh. <laughs> been a while since we've been in the studio ourselves. How you guys doing? I'm pretty cool, man. I'm booking the rest of my month, you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm, it's looking mm. good. I'm not going to have a day off shooting, mm, comedy, mm. everything, you know what I'm saying? Nice, nice. Comedy is life. How did uh yeah. how did Rooster go? Are you doing anything further? Uh no, I haven't really done anything. I'm going next this next Wednesday though. I'm gonna really? head out. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's trying that's to that's hit a mic. You got shit up. Yeah, nice. yeah dog. And then on the eighteenth, trying to go out to San Jose. Hit some mics out there. Hopefully. That triple day. That yeah. triple day. That'd be fun. Mm -hmm. And there's like some special, mm -hmm. special gathering going down. I think they're doing the like some sort of gift release thing with the local crew. Should be fun. Fun night. How about you, Michael? What's going on, man? Uh, just been working a lot and. Uh, Trying to put some things together for some summertime stuff. Summertime stuff big, already? Dang. Summertime. Just right. big big plans for And the leaving is come busy. Salinas, so. Sick. Big That's you're coming. thinking that far ahead already. That's dope. Mm -hmm. That's super dope. Mm, I, a lot of parts moving. I never plan that far ahead on almost anything, dude. Like anything. That's impressive. How are you doing, Alexander? Good, good, good. You know, tell people about the stuff real quick. Give like the crowd because like, people maybe have heard reference to you in like certain shows and stuff like that, but they don't know you. Like, how would you like to introduce yourself to the crowd? Take a couple minutes. Talk to the talk to the scumbags. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you being the scumbags. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, I guess the uh, the thing that stands out as the most obvious is you know I have the the accent and the accent is from Russia because I grew up in a country that doesn't exist anymore which is Soviet Union, so I tend to introduce myself as a <laughs> like I identif self identify is that's the new fucking term that I'm trying to learn. Okay, you know? I self identify as a, Soviet, <laughs> as a Soviet fucking American, you know. 
That's a weird <laughs> stigma. As, so, yeah. There's still such a strong Soviet stigma American. against Soviets in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like, uh, you know, I used to tell people uh, um, when I lived in Northern California, um, like I would go swimming in the Russian River, so I would tell everybody I'm the only Russian in the Russian River. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. yeah, something like that. That's a good intro. Isn't that's, a, that's, it? A, that's the best pickup line I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby. I'm the only Russian in this Russian I'm river. I'm the only Russian in this Russian River, yeah. <laughs> Russians go back to nature. Yeah. That's funny. That's all pretty cool. Yeah, so, um, so, you know, a long career in, uh, in teaching. You know, I've done a lot of uh, <laughs> substitute teaching, uh-huh. fucking definition of success in life. <laughs> uh-huh. But also writing books, you know, because um, I just happened to grow up with people. A lot of those people uh, ended up, you know, being parts of maybe some shady shit and, uh, and dying, which, you know, people also know know that pretty well down here. You know, when you grow up with some people in the hood, people like take some, some wrong it turns. It happens, it's part of life. Yeah, it happens, and yeah, I was in a, I was in a bit of a rough neighborhood, and not everyone makes it, you know. That's right, but the, you know, also at the time, you know, the Soviet Union was falling apart, and uh, when uh, when a big country like that falls apart, all kinds shit of shit takes place. Scary. Yeah, people start shooting terrifying. grenade launchers and shit. What the fuck? You know, it's incredible who you're talking about this because I just recently picked up a copy of your book, The Fat Killer and the Pomeranians, and man, right away the character vibe and everything like that. There's it just it drips this russian flavor that like you don't get <laughs> well, he's based on the real guy yeah. And, yeah and you don't get yeah. authentic like i'm feeling it, i'm hearing this i'm like oh my god and i it's can't a... wait to see where things go but it's so gritty right away and i love how like is it all based <laughs> on oh, a true gosh. story they, this is uh most of the book is based on real crimes that actually took place oh, so they're, they're all kind of it's not bo- necessarily a confession <laughs> oh for man, that would reasons. be some some raunchy confession. For, for, for this, legal this reasons, it's considered be. a novella in court. But. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But I that's love right. it. You're gonna be like one of those rappers baby. who like uh, snitches and way at themselves in their songs. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going through this one right now. I know I'm gonna be checking out Fat Killing the Lobby and Predicament after. But uh, if anybody is listening and interested, you can check it out on Amazon.com. The author's name is Alexander H. Rosenberg. Check it out and good read, especially if you're into like action. You like a lot of a lot of intrigue right away and a lot of plot. It, it gets developed when you're like, you're not missing out. You're right into the thick of it. And there's dogs. Fat killer and the Pomeranians. Yeah. The, I, I'm a dog guy. So you had me at the dogs. Like as soon as I found those Pomeranians. <laughs> it's got doggies in it. Yeah. And the, yeah. The contrast and, uh, on the, the. Right right out right out of the gate. You know, mm-hmm. no animals were hurt in the, in the production of that, of that book. I don't believe that. <laughs> no, no. It's actually, on lamb skin. Everybody loses except the animals. L- let me ask you. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't give away the whole plot. I'm still reading it. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Uh, the inspiration, the actual crimes. Did the dogs make it? The dogs, absolutely. Okay, that's, that's right. Good. So the, the, even the heartwarming, that's true right. story behind it is amazing. I love this. Those dogs went through a lot. <laughs> they they do. Yeah. How long did you work on this book? If I you don't mind me asking. That one took uh, about five years. That makes sense. This is a big book, and just everything that I've read of it so far is so dense and meaty right away. Like there's a lot to it, and it's like, God dang, man. The time That's would have taken going on. The the time would have taken just to try and weave the whole thing and get it all together and make it cohesive and like make the story happen. It's intense. This is a big undertaking, but it's a great book. How many and, have you written? Yeah, how many? I've written so far uh, three. So, the motorcycle is the other one, right? The motorcycle, the motorcycle riding yeah, one. That's, a, that's a, like a travel memoir. Yeah. There, what was the name of it? The first ride. The first ride. Yeah. That's what. Are there any tips you would give to like a young author trying to uh, to write a book for the don't, first don't time? Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a path to success. It's way too much work. 
Yeah. You heard it there first. I mean, like, <laughs> if you want to write something for yourself, go for it. Yeah. If you want to write something for other people to enjoy, don't mm. do it. It's mm. too much work. Mm. Yeah, it takes too much effort. It seems like most of the people I know who write, it seems like they tend to do it like later in life. If they're not like by trade an author right away or anything out the gates, it tends right. to be later in life when they have the resources and the means to be able to the gradually incorporate it. And well, life you, you experience actually understand. makes something worth reading. I, yeah. I, yeah, like I, 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 like I say sometimes to people, you know, who are like young and they want to write like crime fiction, mm -hmm. for instance. Like it's hard to feel the emotion of having lost somebody if they've never lost somebody. Like, mm -hmm. a, you know, I've buried some people. Yeah, and so you know, unless you've done it, you're not gonna feel the loss. You yeah, know? you can't so drop you, that if, weight if like on people. Nineteen, everybody, you know, your parents are healthy and young, and everybody's like, you know, happy and smoking pot around you and just yeah. living a good life. The fuck are you gonna talk about loss? Really? I mean, come on. Yeah, I also hate young people, and I'm glad we brought it up because we haven't talked about it enough on the podcast. Yeah, but so. we are against young listeners, and if you're <laughs> yeah. a young listener, get out. <laughs> Get off our lawn. I'm just kidding. We love you. I get candy. Stay. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's, it's so, so impressive, though, to see this. And I got to I gotta say, it's crazy to see you writing a book like this with this theme and this setting, which it does have comedic elements to it, but it, that's not the focus, to go from this to also being a stand-up comedian. How do you juggle that? How do you not go up there and just, like, describe, like, murder scenes? Like, I, I would just only just gore people out. Well, I mean, by by itself, uh, when you look at the crimes that uh, you know I describe in the book, uh -huh. y you would not necessarily find that shit funny. So <laughs> it, it doesn't jade you though. It's pretty grim. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, jade you, you know? though. I mean, the 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 funny in the book is sort of mostly comes from the juxtaposition which inspired me to write the book, which is this Russian dude comes to the states to do a hit for his boss. And then, like, lo and behold, the circumstances are that he has to work with a, with a drag queen. Now, uh, most Russians, especially Russians, like, who work for, you know, necessarily, like, the crime syndicates, you know, they would not like anybody who's gay. That's yeah. super mildly. It. Yeah, it's stigma the, the, city. But yes. the, 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 yeah, the homophobia is strong yeah. with yeah. the Russian mob. So, so... You know Gay him having, much? yeah, him having to, <laughs> him having to work with somebody who who is flamingly gay, like yeah, flaming gay. Yeah. I just love the, the the just the the you know the, the humor, so tension. Like the irony of the situation. Yeah. He's yeah. not gonna get the job done unless he gets to get along with this guy that he hates on sight. You know, who's like doesn't even and the hate is mutual so so that's that's sort of where all and 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 then the bullets fly and and, and dicks get sucked and all this sort of shit so you know <laughs> you have to you have to sort of resolve this this conflict you know and it gets resolved you know by the end of it i like it yeah, so like when it. did you start out in comedy when did you start doing stand-up uh about a couple of years ago i think just actually doing it because I used to be a huge fan of all the stand up, and then I come to Monterey and I can't find any stand up. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it live." Yeah, I'll do it live. That was the first time going up on the stage. Um, I had something prepared. Uh, I, I it was kind of like a bit of a blur, I guess. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was it's like a, a dizzy yeah, blur. Just, uh, what the fuck am I doing? You know, this sort of kind of thing. <laughs> You know, but uh, actually, the way I kind of segued into it pretty easy because um, I originally started reading pieces of my from my book, the chapters from my book, and uh, and people were laughing at the stuff from the book, and I was like, oh. well, well, fuck it, 
I can just write some jokes because, you know, I don't yeah. want to sell my book every time because yeah. then I'll, I'll just be that guy who fucking, oh, he's going to talk about his fucking book. Yeah, again. Author only sort yeah, of. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I was like, all right, you know, let's just do some jokes, you know. And then I found you guys and lo and behold, we're all going around, you know, making jokes together. And you got like, a reputation, man. I must say, fun. like, it's fun to introduce you at, at Salinas at the XL because, like, people know you now. And, like, you're one of the first people I remember where I would go to a show and people, if they recognized I was a comedian, they go, hey, is the Russian guy coming today? And I'm, <laughs> I, I remember that was the first time people oh, started asking that. about other comedians. I was like, God damn, yeah. okay. I was, yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, my first time at the coffee shop, my very first time there, um, I saw him go up, like, right when I got there. And I was, like, going there to do comedy, and I didn't know if there was going to be any other comedians there. Mm-hmm. And, like, seeing Alexander and then seeing Matt come up, too, um, it was nice to feel like, hey, there's some other people here doing this. This isn't just like uh, I'm not gonna be the only one here at this mic. That's for like. Hey, so real quick question: uh, Who started going first? Uh, you or Matt to East Village? Do you know? Oh shit! I had no, I have no idea. So we still don't know who the master vampire uh, is. But, but it's I really, Mendoza. Mendoza's yeah, master Mendoza vampire. Was, uh, I, I think Mendoza is. and I started about the same time. Mendoza has oh, a picture. Oh, with, so started, there could be two master vampires. Yeah, Mendoza has a picture intrigue. of himself with some other comedians at the Pink Flamingo on the wall. Oh like yeah, so like that, one he of the started, first shows there. He he's like a, he's like twelve. He's like an OG of the of the like Monterey comedy thing. All right, so Mendoza <laughs> Mendoza needs like a Godfather plaque. We got to get him some For sort sure. of like chain or something like that. <laughs> chain? Original yeah. comedy OG. Like, I don't know. Why, I, call, I call him Dozer all the time. Like I fucking he drinks like Dozer. He's like Dozer. Totally fair. It's something to do with his fucking giant belly. So <laughs> here's that Mendoza. He just, domi- he just dominates the room. Mendoza listens. He does. He does. <laughs> he listens. Uh, I know. So <laughs> I, I love that. Well, guy. he visits a lot too, so he can rebuttal. So watch out. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I love I, that guy. I I love like how much you can lean into the Russian thing, but you never answer the questions I have about someone who's from Russia. Like never on stage. You bring it up. It's always funny the stuff you bring up, but it's never like the hard hitting questions I want to know. Like well, what? Like what? Okay, what things from Russia are missing in America that are like are good things that you're like obviously they should have this here. I don't know why they do. Is there anything like that that's missing? Uh, well, we really I, I've I've talked about this in my bits. We really don't have the culture of safety that you have in the states, and I I think that that's fucking getting out of hand here with this whole fucking safety thing. You yeah. Know? yeah, which I understand lawsuits, all this shit. Um, which would not does not exist in in Russia. You can fucking even you, <laughs> you can yeah. go and sue people, but they'll just laugh you out of the courtroom. <laughs> so it's just not gonna go anywhere. So it doesn't really exist. So you you can just go write a slide that's been built like to make some money just fucking overnight, and the people will fly off of it, and it's like a parking lot five stories high. Oh the slide gosh. is on I the top. It. I love and then, it. And then you just get on the slide like like I did, and then fucking I picked up a piece of plastic, and it was pretty slippery. And I'm coming close to the edge, and I look down, it's fucking five stories down. Oh my gosh! Jesus. And I'm like, if I had, had I pushed off a little harder, yeah, I fucking gone. That's it. And then it's like that's that's when I went like you know to visit, and I was like, fuck, you know, I better snap to it because I'm back home. Like there's no nobody's taking care of me here. You, oh you fucking have gosh. to take care of yourself, bro. Oh my gosh, I feel like Just that touches people up. Like I feel like that's welfare. That, uh, yeah, that's why people say Russians are tough. I think because Russians like are dependent on themselves. Like they're self sufficient. Like I'm not gonna get help necessarily. So you have this to. situation's getting you resolved by to. me right now. There's no other. <laughs> there's yeah, no alternative. That like, pra- it's like pragmatic. It builds you like this like. Physical toughness, pragmatism. That's like I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you're just crooked sometimes. as fuck. Sometimes yeah. you're very crooked. <laughs> yeah, you know, 
Well, yeah, that's that's the thing. That's the thing we don't need here. We have plenty of our own. I, I think in the states, you know, yeah. we don't yeah. we don't need like extra crooked coming over imported yeah. from Russia. Is there they have, they have way too much of that? Is there anything recreationally different in Russia? Well, you know, I mean, you fucking go swimming in the middle of the winter. You got a hole in the lake and you go swimming. You swim in the winter in yeah, yeah, Russia. Yeah, yeah, of course. You, yeah. How, how often do people get like what? the flu? We would over go there. every night. We would go every, every night. night. We would Just, go every night. How cold would it? Be? You guys are insane. Well, fucking, you, you how cold? cold right? It'd be like you know minus twenty Fahrenheit. Minus Do you know it says it like it ain't shit? Like oh, it's just yeah. minus twenty. It I don't. Shit. I don't mean to paint you like some sort of like Russian like naturalist special like civilian death count specialist like or anything. Superhuman. But do you know America if Russians shit. have extra long lifespan because of the superpower training you're talking about doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, the average lifespan of men in Russia is about fifty six. Is that because the bears? No, it's because of the bears drinking vodka. <laughs> it's the vodka that they give to the bears. Yeah, it does not mix. Massive intake of, of That's vodka. Funny. How how old are you again? I don't mean to. And no safety, down. fucking people just go yeah, no violations. Fucking, yeah, I like that part. When I travel, I love countries that have less violations. And it's like, oh, you're gonna fuck up. Well, you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I love. Yeah, there's I mean, like signs like that. Like, okay, people die here. People just shrug it off. <laughs> I've never even been camping, dude. Like, oh my gosh, I oh wouldn't God. last long. Out there. <laughs> dude, I would love to take you. To Indonesia. Is there Wi-Fi out there? I'll go if there's Wi-Fi, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like um, when I was a kid, I remember like this one time, because we had like the system of trolleys, uh-huh. you know, and they were all like powered by electricity. Like they would have, you know, like in San Francisco, like you see that shit, you know, they still have yeah, yeah, trolleys, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, electric car system. So so I remember going into one and just grabbing like the, the handrail, um, stepping into one, and it was like under power. Like somehow some some fucking shit went wrong. Is it conducting on a handrail? And it was conducting on a handrail. Oh my Whoa. god! So so you know like my whole body just seized up. Oh, and uh, and I'm like, uh, what the fuck? You know like and uh, it, oh, it's, it's what happens. Yeah, yeah so like and I can't move. So so oh my so my buddy like saw it and he just kicked me and I just fucking fell out of the fucking bus. Oh my god. Right, my friend stuck. I'll fix. No, no, but that's, but that's fucking not the end of it. Oh, so, my so, God. so we run up to you know after I collected myself, like you know, wipe the shit out of my of my face, you know. Jesus. So I, I I go we run up to the driver before he fucking takes off, you yeah. know, because this all happening at the stop. He's about to take off and drive. Oh drive my on. gosh! So we run up to the driver and we're like, oh. "Your fucking handrails is on is on fire, dude! It's on fire, dude!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like there's electricity, like whatever, how many volts? I don't want to fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what the dude does? He closes the door and drives off. <laughs> With all the fucking passengers oh, in it. It's like, shit. sucks being you, dude. It just drives off. Fuck yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, that's, that's yeah. awesome. That's, yeah, welcome to Russia. He's like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's got a schedule. He do or die really out there. Love yeah. that. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely love that. Oh, I'd love being out there, you know what I'm saying? The stakes, dude. I love the stakes. Life is so much <laughs> more vibrant How when there's stakes the gambling to it. In, in Russia? The gambling? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of illegal gambling going sure. on. So is it all illegal? Typically? Oh God, yeah, dude. Really? Well, I mean, a lot of it. I mean, like super fucking... high stakes, fucking. Well, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, yeah, it's it's in the culture because like the you know most a lot of the country was in the prison camps like back in Stalin yeah. times. So you know, of course, so they you had gambling. Yeah. So yeah. you know. A lot of the a lot of people a lot of the crime on the world, of course, just like here, you they have a little illegal gambling going on. Yeah. But uh, a lot of it is actually uh, tied into like stuff like billiards, for instance. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot oh. heavy. I think it's a games. lot. Yeah, it's a oh. lot. It's a lot because you you go to like any billiards club, 
you know the sharks are you know, they're, they're, all, they're all like yeah they're all connected so so and you have to be really careful because they're all run by mob it's usually these 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 games are you know well run I, I mean like they're they're sort of under the auspices of the, the local best mob, so. billiards hall is run by a criminal like the best <laughs> one in the world is run I almost, by yeah, a I wanted murderer probably but the problem is like if you're someone like myself who likes to play billiards because russian yeah, billiards yeah. like you know giant balls of course fucking russians have to have oh the it's giant different balls. okay oh yeah oh yeah the okay. table is much bigger okay. the pockets are much tighter and there's a bear we're right we're like it tight russians yeah. like it tight <laughs> okay so i love so, how much innuendo so, there is in this already it's so, amazing <laughs> So the the, like the billiard ball pool. the billiards <laughs> ball is is about uh, three times as big as the American pool. Okay. So you have to really hit it pretty hard. Are they still all the same size, in. like the cue ball and all the others? The cue ball is much longer. Longer? It's I mean, oh, are you talking about the ball? <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck the cue. The cue. The, the cue itself. The cue, the cue is much longer. Are people there is just no that color. much taller? All, the, the, all the balls are the same color. You have to get. You have sixteen. Uh-huh. Whoever gets to eight first wins. There's no color. Mm. Color doesn't matter because it's so hard to put the ball into the pocket. Oh, that that, that color don't don't matter. You just, Where do you, you just play this in America? Is there a place you can? play There are this? some places. It's really? very hard to find the Russian table. Oh, do you yeah. know? But you can find here? it in San Francisco. There's, oh, a, there's, nice. there's a spot in LA. We gotta find That's a trip, cool. dude. Yeah, we gotta play Russian pool one of these days. Oh, it'd be awesome. Yeah. I want to yeah, just stare do girls Let's down. I just want to stare down the biggest Russian chick I can and be like. No, but, look. but you have to. Be, <laughs> you have to be. You have, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. You can. Get I would hooked not up pick on up on a Russian chick. FYI, April, because I know you are listening. We'll have like a, we'll have a forty dollar limit at the tables. Oh, geez, I ain't gambling. Well, yeah, that, that, about that. So this one time, oh. like, uh, that's the problem because you go to like a regular, let's say, like, uh, like they they'll even have teams like for billiards. And uh-huh. I, I would go to this club that was like for them to train. You'd see the super young kids just training. You know, just tra- hitting balls all the time, and that would be now. But then uh, every once in a while, like I would have some guy like come up to me and he's like, "Hey, you want to play a game?" You never say yes to that shit. You Ooh. never say yes. That's to the that most shit. innocuous thing ever. Never That's the only thing you say to billiards. Want to play a game? You have to know who this guy is. <laughs> okay, okay. And so and so, but because I played there a lot, like I, I kind of scoped them because you know I, I grew up there, so I know what's up. Mm-hmm. So so I knew who's who more yeah. or less. And so this this guy like he's always trying to get me to play a game, you know, if I can get me into it and so okay. he would come up to me and be like i'll just play one-handed i'll just play one-handed dude. i'll just play one-handed he, don't spend money on he it would always time. fucking like i was like and so finally i told him i said listen like i've seen you enough times i'll play but like just like let's make sure like there's fucking no money involved in this all right yeah we'll just just fucking no stakes you don't talk to nobody about this we just play like a regular like you're training me on kind of game okay yeah, yeah. and he, he's like no money i was like no money he was like and he was bored he's yeah. like fine Okay. So so he played he played one handed, right? This dude like he puts in like seven in a row one handed. He just he, sometimes he wouldn't even put it down on the fucking I table. Hate that. He just pushed it like I like it was a that. fucking you know a pointer like a laser pointer. I hate he that. Just boom boom boom. And I was like, yeah, He's you want me to put money on this you. shit? Get the fuck out. <laughs> so, and you, yeah. well, after you play after you play Russian Russian billiards, you you'll know what I'm saying. Like it's mm. really hard to get the yeah, ball. Yeah, I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see this. It's a really tight pocket, and he's just oh, fucking man. putting me in. I was like, motherfucker. Speaking about games involving skill, they have basketball in Russia. Of course, yeah. Who you got in a basketball game? Me or Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. One on one. 
Yeah. Uh, I think Michael has it. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Hell okay, no. Let, let me ask you the more important question. Yeah, oh, dude. No. What the fuck? <laughs> you, are you the first yeah. person? Unless. You, the that's first the first person? person to choose Michael. No, Malcolm chose me too. No, he didn't choose Yeah, he Michael. did. It's Unless he's stoned and then you're taking it. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. then just I would win that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael's all eyebrows now. <laughs> okay, I love it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> more importantly, you're from Russia. Who would win it in Sambo? In Sambo? The fuck is Sambo? Uh, You're already is, losing points. Like, Don't uh, say that. Yeah, this is like yeah. How the fuck Michael do you know about it? It's, it's like judo boxing. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think Anthony's gonna take it. He's, just, he's, just, he's heavier, right? You're trying to say he's more Mexican. You're trying to say he's more Mexican, and I agree. <laughs> well, a lot, a lot of a lot of pick sa- the brown sambo. guy every time. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of Sambo's on the floor. Fights, so. And people don't understand this yet. That's fine. <laughs> He's just going to dominate with his weight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's his neck, dude. I won't be able to, like. There's no chokeholds. Yeah, on you can't choke dude. him out. Yeah. Just, like, tense up real That's quick. true. Like, That's no true. Neck. The neck is finally yeah. the advantage. You have to get him, like, in the arm or something. Or something. <laughs> nah, you go for the neck, you end arm. up biting it's, the it's shoulder. Gonna be, it's limber, it's going to be who taps out from beard tickles first. Like, stop tickling with your beard. Stop tickling with your beard. Tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. That's so funny. Yeah, right. get him with the nipple uh, twist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay this is awesome this has been a good episode anything you want to plug besides your books because I know we got both books plus your motorcycle no, that, riding that's memoir it. that's it that's uh, that's my book you know Fat Killian and Pomeranian is going to be promoting it all of next year and uh, trying to push it into the stores and I think it would help people really understand like what it's like being in Russia and in America yeah, and if you're reading like any, if you're interested in any crime or like anything that has like the foreign perspective or anything that's a little bit gritty, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love this book. Check it out. And uh, yeah, awesome. And don't check it, but don't miss him at uh, XL. He's coming out for comedy oh, pretty yeah. recently. We're going up against Who each you, other. Yeah, you guys are, you guys are the enemies. Yeah, yeah. Alexander oh, and well, Anthony are pairing off in the road. Can I just say, Goku and Vegeta right Self control, Baphomet today. You were actually pretty like composed considering. I'm surprised. Cowboy Rowdy right now. It's Cowboy Rowdy. All I'm gonna do during the roast is just talk about your fucking ridiculous neck. That's Dude, really, you got <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure, so excited. I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's really not a whole lot else that needs to be like talked do a about. Whole, like election angle. Election it's angle like, on your neck. Coming out of the like how your neck got elected like, to be the fucking fattest fucking neck in the whole goddamn world. He's like, holy shit, it's working. Holy shit, The neck of doom. You know, it makes me think of pork pork belly. Pork belly every time. Oh, you should say I look like a South Park character. Because they have no necks. That's true. That's a, that would be a good joke. Business, business. <laughs> Once we get to that XL stage, though, it's going to be some, some different <laughs> oh, energy. Dude, dude, Matt can't be in here before then. Like, Matt can't be in here for an episode. It'll be, like, blowing the roof off. It's not going to be on fire. That's but this so guy, in a, I'm not going to see where I'm going to put him because it'll get us booted off FAA radio <laughs> if I say it. But I'm going to do something to him. Uh, <laughs> what's, your, what's your takeaway from the episode, man? What you got? Uh, my takeaway is that, uh, you know, Alexander, he always has... A new story to tell. I've I cannot believe out it. with them for yeah. a long time now. <laughs> I cannot believe and it. I haven't heard any stories. You always have good. You always have good stories, and you always have things to like bring up that just like I'm just like oh, I don't know. I don't know this guy at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think you keep. Like, I I love what you told me the other day when you said like, do you realize how fucking weird you are? Like, yeah, <laughs> like your comedy, like how fucking different you are. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I do sometimes, and and it's nice to hear that you know from you guys you know is uh i mean it's a sh- it's a shock to me that i'm funny oh, in dude. the states yeah. i know i'm funny back home but you know home is america now so now i'm funny at home too you know that's like, sick yeah oh yeah. yeah um i gotta go to work soon <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, geez. I'm sorry, man. Oh, that's like a strong right. takeaway. It's been a fucking awesome episode. Hey, that it's dick's not going to suck itself. Uh, <laughs> sure Someone's got to get under that overpass. <laughs> <laughs> My takeaway is, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with Michael, man. I cannot believe. And like half the stories you've told me you die. So like, I feel like eventually we're going to find out some of these are a little embellished. But or that like, Alexander's the spirit that we've been or that with. Alex- <laughs> <laughs> or that Alexander is way more deadly than I could have ever imagined. He's <laughs> just like actually like 500 He's, like, like, he's yeah. super I've invincible. I've been a survivor, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm like, was, was he... Is he quite crazy? Did I tell you guys I have a giant scar on top of my head? Uh, yeah, I've been losing hair, so once yeah. I lose all of it, you'll see. You're going to go it's, full Fedor? You're going to go full Fedor? And just yeah. You should one of these times. Yeah, a guy hit me with a cut of pipe. Took his oh, skin off the top of my head. It's a pretty ugly scar, yeah. Woo! <laughs> yeah. You got to give me that Fedora Russian. You got to do something. Be a beanie Russian. Beanie Russian, that's right. You should do Rastafari Russian. You should get dreads on the outside and just pull it up. Like, hey, man, no. <laughs> you would say that. What's up, man? <laughs> That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. You can pull that. You're pretty close. You can do it, man. Dude, me, in, you can do it. In anticipation of you coming out, me and April were reminiscing when I hosted the first time and I did the impression of you. It mm. was literally our favorite part of like the spots that I had on the show, at least. It was nice. our favorite part. Nice. And You're ho- good at it. You're I, good at it. I hope it wasn't offensive. I remember no, there's no. a part where you laughed at the end. It's I was all like, comedy, Man. dude. But dude, that anything was, for comedy, go for it. That that was the only unrehearsed part of that show to me, and that was my favorite part afterwards. That Excellent. Had done. So I'm glad to be the source. It was the your, source material, the muse, <laughs> the the hooker, whatever you want to call it. You were that side. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with the hooker. Hooker is fine. Uh, what, you got any takeaways from your first time on the Cowboy Rowdy podcast? This is a great podcast. I mean, it's been a pleasure, guys. Thanks for coming on. First yeah, author, I think. For inviting first me. credited author. Is that yeah, right? Spasiba. Yeah. Round of applause. Let's Yoo-hoo. get a golf clap for our first credited yeah. author on the podcast. God dang it, boys. Fuck God yeah. dang it. <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Keep sucking them dicks. Peace out. <laughs> Mucho take it easy. And catch up with me at cambz.barry on Instagram and on YouTube at CB Comedy. Uh, catch me at, at youngbaphomet underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Ivan, the Russian gun at gmail.com. Send me a message or check me out on Instagram, Switchman Press. Please uh, do buy my book on Amazon.com. It's called Fat Killer and the Pomeranians. And uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter at underscore mbooth with an F. And then YouTube, Facebook, Michael Booth. Don't forget to check out the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Instagram and also the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Facebook.